Our attention is extremely valuable. Like I don't, I don't take it, I don't take the fact that I have your attention right now lightly. Like it, it's a big deal because our attention is powerful. It's actually, it, it's one of the most powerful components of our human faculties because like, where we give and spend our attention right, impacts and plays a part of our life, right? This goes without saying, like where I spend my attention impacts on who I am. Where and what I pay attention to, like what I've paid attention to in the past when I was younger impacts and how I behave today. How I spend my attention now impacts how I behave. How I'm gonna be and behave in the future. Our attention is extremely powerful. And so many things seemingly more so today bombard us and vie for our attention. Is it not the case that we often pay attention to things that we don't even want to pay attention to? I can, like, I can, I can sit down and, and say I'm going to pay attention to preparing a homily. Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna pay attention to strategizing or planning for a meeting. And the next thing I know it, I'm checking emails. Or I'm looking at a news article. Or I'm attending to the notifications on my phone. And the next thing you know it, I'm watching a video that someone sent me of people tripping, right? Which by the way, I don't find many more things more funny than people falling, right? Like, I could do that all day. Like, but, like, if we, I think if we stopped and, and just, we stopped more and thought, and, and we would, we stopped, we would think and ask ourselves, like, why, why do I spend so much time paying attention to what she wears? Or why do I pay so much attention to what she looks like or what he tweets about or what he posts? And I don't, like, I don't think it should come as a, as a surprise to us given the fact that we have some of the smartest people in the world that work for companies that they get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars at their job is to wake up in the morning and spend their entire day to figure out ways and how to grab our attention. And not just to grab our attention, but to keep our attention. And not just to keep it, but to command our attention. And they are very good at it. And they're getting better at it by the day. And that's troubling when, when, we, when we think about the power of our attention. It, 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 is that's a movement that's going on. It, it's troubling when we think about how important our intention is and how we spend our attention and what we pay attention to because it, it forms us. It plays a big part of who I am, how I behave and who, who I'm gonna become. It's a move even in the productivity industry, right? The productivity industry for the longest time, the catchphrase was time management, right? Of looking at one's time management. And, and over the last couple of years, they've, there's been a switch with the catchphrase from going from time management to to uh, attention management, 
given the fact that our attention just bounces more and more, the phrase is attention management. Putting attention on the right things and managing our attention. Well, in the gospel this morning, Jesus gives us attention management. Or said another way, we can say, Jesus is giving us the proper hierarchy of attention and where we're to spend attention. And so let's look at what is the proper hierarchy of attention. And secondly, let's look at the need for us to engage in the process for us to control our attention, for us to own our attention, because that's needed more and more today. And so first, the proper hierarchy of our attention. The scribes come up, we just heard the scribes come up to Jesus and they ask him, what's the most important thing? Like, what's the thing? What's first? What should be our highest aim? And Jesus, without missing a beat, he says here in verse 29, he says, the first is this, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And I don't know about you, but when I, when I hear that, like, that, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, I think like, it can become rote. It can become, like, I've heard that so many times, but what does it actually mean? Like, how do I actually do it? What does it look like? Right, the Lord's saying this is the most important thing. The, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. What does it look like? Might I propose that it's a matter of attention? So when St. Augustine talks about this, when he writes on this of loving the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, you know, he says we're not going to love something. We're not going to be attracted to it. We're not going to be drawn to it unless we spend our attention on it. And so Jesus is saying here, there's the, the hierarchy of attention, the proper ordering of things is very important because certain things require more attention than other things. And he says, he's first. And he doesn't go there as they ask him, what's the, what's the most important thing? Jesus adds on to that in verse 31. He doesn't just give the first, he says, there's a second. And what's interesting is in Matthew's account, Jesus says the second is like the first. Okay, so it's, it, it goes right along with it. Here's the first, and he says, the second is like the first. And he says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, which is interesting that he says it's like the first. Because out of everything in the world, the thing that is most like God is us. He's made us in his image and likeness. We're most like God than, than anything else. He says, love the Lord your God with all your mind, whole soul, strength, and love your neighbor, there's the proper hierarchy of attention. It's the correct ordering of things. And if that hierarchy isn't followed, things are disordered. Our hearts are disordered. We become dis... We eventually become disillusioned if we don't have the proper hierarchy of attention in line. Disappointment sets in, sadness sets in, and it eventually comes. And the problem is the culture does not promote that proper hierarchy of attention. And to say that the culture doesn't promote it is an extreme understatement. As we live in a more and more autonomous culture, or, or, or that's, that's, the, that's the, the, the bent that we take of thinking in the, in the terms that we're as we live more autonomous, it slips into, we don't need God. 
And then that slips into giving God less attention. We're, in, we're increasingly isolated, right? And so then that attention is less and less on one another, even our family. As we live in this more, as our attention is grabbed to more spot, we can put less attention on our spouse, on our children, on our parents, on our siblings. So if we look at our day, if we, are, if we live in a spot where we routinely pay attention to the wrong things, it leads to frustration. It leads to exhaustion. It leads to wasted energy because it's not the correct ordering of things. It's not the proper hierarchy of attention. And so because that's the case, it's ever more so important for us to engage in a process now of owning our attention. As we step into this space that's increasing more technological and more and more fast paced, we need to reclaim responsibility over our attention. We need to own our attention. As our attention can be this non-spot movement from one thing to the next, it can feel as if we don't have control of our attention. And we sometimes we, we can lend ourselves to think this way and to believe that and we can say things like that. But the reality is, the reality is we can control what we pay attention to. And so St. Augustine, when he, when he talks on this further with loving, loving the Lord your God and, and moving our attention to the correct things, he says the primary, we, the primary way we control our attention is by habit. He says there's other things, like something that, something that can just bust in and break in and grab our attention, of course, like a beautiful sunset or whatever, it busts in and grabs our attention, or that we can choose to put our attention on, on something. But he says in both of those things, it's, it quickly flees. The attention is there, but then it's gone. The primary way, he says, that the attention stays on where we want it to stay, he said, is through habit. Bad habits, vices, attachments creates habitual attention to be turned away from God. And good habits cause one's attention to be turned towards God. So think, think, of, think of your habit, especially in the morning and at night. What are your habits in the morning and at night, especially as it relates to silence? I'm not going to have my attention be on God if I don't have a habits that lend my attention to be on God, to have my mindfulness to be on him. The, the direction of my attention is determined by the habits that I have. And so, you know, just, just an illustration of this, like, like growing up, I love the Cubs with my whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, okay? Like, <laughs> Like my emotions, my passions, everything in me was the Cubs and tied to it. I cried when they lost, right? That, and by the way, that happened in high school even, one time, right? It was the Bartman game, so I have an excuse, okay? But that happened, everything in me, my passions, my mindfulness, why was it the case? Because my attention was always on the Cubs. I developed habits that led my attention to be on them. 162 games in a season. I was either listening to Pat Hughes and Ron Santa on the radio, 
or I was watching the games. No exceptions. As we want to love God with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, we need habits that have our attention be turned to him. So Deacon Tim last week in his homily talked about the, the three basics, right? He proposed those three basics of prayer, scripture, and sacraments. How did we do this past week with giving our attention to one of those three areas? And so in order for us not to be crushed, like, because I, like, I, we could be sitting here being like, my goodness, my attention is not, like in order to love the Lord or God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, I could be sitting here right now or standing here right now being like, my attention is. And in order to not be crushed by that, here's the key. It's the little turns we make towards God the more we habituate our attention on the right things, right, the proper hierarchy of attention, each series of little moves of mindfulness on God gets us on the right tra track of loving him with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so Deacon Tim mentioned last week, right, he talked about brushing our teeth and thinking of God and praying during when we brush our teeth. And to be quite honest, when I heard that first, you know, I had this first knee-jerk reaction of being like, oh, man, it's like, like, that's kind of soft, you know, like, we should be, like, forget about brushing teeth, like, what about spending time with silence? But no, but see, that's a great example. Think of it. If we're brushing our teeth and, our, and we have mind, our minds on God, that's a love affair, what our mind can go to and think of God when we're brushing our teeth, that's loving God with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the idea is that then, then doing that, then our hearts crave, we experience, we, we experience that peace, we experience of what ultimately the correct ordering of attention goes to, and then we crave maybe 15 minutes of silence of prayer a day. But it's a little move that our hearts may be experienced that our attention is powerful. We need to own our attention, claim it. We have control on how we spend our, spend our time and our attention. So pay especially close attention this week on what you pay attention to. And I think what we'll find, what we'll all find, is that each and every one of us in this church this morning is capable of spending more attention on God this week than we did last week. Pay attention to God. It's the proper hierarchy of attention to notice him, to have our mind go on him. And it may even be through developing a habit of every time we pick up a toothbrush, our mind goes on God.